0: Listener
1: production. U.S. stocks tread water ahead of key earnings
0: figures. And Aussie shares are poised to fall on Wednesday ahead of inflation data. I'm Tom.
1: And I'm Ryan. It's Wednesday, the 31st of January. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Uh, The futures are telling us that the ASX 200 will kick off in negative territory, as you alluded to, down by around 0.2%. And U.S. stocks are tremulous as they await some important earnings numbers uh, in a matter of hours uh, out of the tech sector. So important.
0: Indeed, Tom, the stakes are high for Microsoft and Alphabet. The shares, as we speak, are currently down by between 0.5% and 1%. And what we have seen overnight is Apple shares fall about 2%. And that's after... Technology analyst Ming-Chi Kuo warned that the company is expecting lower demand for iPhones in 2024.
1: Look, last night we had some figures on the U.S. jobs market, the JOLTS survey, job opening and labor turnover survey. Much was made of it in the U.S. press. I don't know if there's anything to mention in letters home. You had the low watermark in October of last year, right? There were 8.8 million uh, openings. And then, you know, compared to the beginning of last year, we had like, 10 and a half million. You know, we've got the highest in three months now. Is that anything to get worried about, Ryan?
0: It's certainly a trend in the wrong direction as far as the US Federal Reserve is concerned. So it's still
1: a range though. It's still in the range. It's
0: still in the range, but we did see vacancies unexpectedly increased to 9 million from an upwardly revised 8.9 million in the prior month in December. So what we are seeing is the labor market remaining fairly robust and it indicates- workers. Would you say it's cool? It's It's warm. <laughs> and the numbers today indicate that Workers are growing more cautious, though. We did see few Americans quit their jobs at the same time. So the number of people who voluntarily quit their jobs fell to 3.4 million, the lowest in nearly three years. So it does underscore that we are seeing a gradual moderation, but the market still remains uncomfortably hot or warm, whatever you want to call it, as far as the labour market's concerned. We're going to get some key readings on the labour market, employment cost index on Wednesday, and then, of course, payrolls on Friday. And, of course... The other big economic data point last night was consumer confidence. So we've got the conference board numbers in the United States and consumer confidence in America is now at the highest level since the end of 2021 as Americans grow more upbeat about the economy and the job market amid more sanguine views about inflation. So we saw the measure lift from 108 to 1148 in January. So certainly an improvement there. So we did see consumers expect inflation rate to average about 5.2% over the next 12 months. That's a lowest since March 2020. So clearly Americans are feeling quite optimistic at the moment.
1: They are. Uh, let's just quickly reflect on some of the earnings numbers that were reported last night. So uh, the one that stands out, I think, is probably General Motors. So uh, this organisation has been through quite a challenging period as far as the uh, previous quarters have been concerned. But uh, the fourth quarter earnings numbers that they delivered were better than expected where revenue and earnings per share were concerned. So uh, revenue came in at $43 billion. The market was looking at something closer to $39.5 billion. Uh, earnings per share Uh, nicely ahead of expectations at $1.24. So the market was looking for a figure of closer to $1.16. They have also had uh, some... Handy forecasts in relation to 2024 earnings per share $8.50 to $9.50. And all the motive free cash flow uh, is expected to be in the range of 8 to $10 billion. That's important, Ryan, because in recent times they've really lent into the share buyback picture and uh, they have indicated that they want to get that number of shares on issue uh, down uh, below a billion. Uh, They're currently in the order of $1.2 So, you know, better earnings, that's quite supportive for the stock, and that's part of the reason why the shares were up by more than 10% at one stage. They're currently up by about 8%.
0: The other thing that stood out last night, it was a big focus overnight on the old economies, the way I look at this. So, General Motors, we also had United Parcel Service. It slumped 7% after the package delivery giant forecast annual revenue below estimates. It also said that it plans to cut 12,000 jobs. There's going to be less courier's around the world. So uh, you're getting your uh, shoes for your partner, Tom, uh, may be under some <laughs> pressure there. And at the same time, Whirlpool shares were down 5.3% after the appliance maker announced a worse than expected outlook for the full year. And it was a good night for banks. The S&P 500 bank index was up 1.8%. Citigroup and Bank of America rose over 3%. Following rating upgrades from Morgan Stanley, we have seen JP Morgan and Goldman Sachs up around 1.5% on the Dow Jones. That has supported that index overnight.
1: So let's um, just veer towards the local experience today because it's a very important day with the release of fourth quarter CPI numbers. So the outlook for our own interest rate picture, we, we tend to be a little more preoccupied with what's going on in the US uh, in our conversations, but these numbers are very important. And you know, coming off the back of softer retail sales numbers, you know, you could see uh, the conversation around interest rates change in complexion quite dramatically today.
0: Yes, there's a 70% chance markets are forecasting at the moment that the Reserve Bank of Australia will cut interest rates in August and much will be predicated on today's consumer price index for the December quarter. So if you look at the annual number, what we're expecting to see for headline inflation is the consumer price index to ease from 5.4% in the previous quarter to 4.2% this quarter or the fourth quarter, and that would be helped by weaker trends in fuel travel and household good prices. And then we're expecting to see continued stickiness, however, in core prices. So we look at the trim mean, excluding volatile food and energy prices, and we think that will increase by 0.9% in the quarter. That would take the annual number down from 5.2% to 4.3%. So anything below 4.3%, the RBA will likely remove its tightening bias when they meet next week, in our view.
1: Yes, it's an important day uh, on that front. So the uh, futures at this stage, as we suggested, are pointing to a loss of around 0.2%. But gee, Ryan, if we get a nice trim mean figure today... Um, you will likely to see the tone of our market, which has been, I suppose, uh, quite ambivalent over the course of this month so far. It will certainly be re-rated on a a more positive footing.
0: We have seen the miners under pressure throughout the month of January, particularly the lithium producers, which have weighed on the Aussie share market. It has broken above the flat line yesterday, heading towards a record high. Today, we get the first tranche of earnings updates for the February reporting season, Credit Corp is going to announce. And of course, we have seen those rapid interest rate increases in 2022, 2023, the fastest since Credit Corp's listing in 2000. That's posing a greater threat towards earnings than probably previous thought. And that could also mean we could see greater defaults higher impairments for debt ledgers as well. So this company does focus obviously on the credit situation in Australia. So it's quite important some of the commentary that they allude to during this
1: today's yeah, you, report. You don't, you don't hear much about this organization, but they are firmly in that ecosystem um, when it comes to distressed debt. Basically what they buy is um, debt off third parties that Um, aren't terribly optimistic about getting their money back and and credit court puts them together in in a bunch and then chases the money down. Uh, And the way that they are traveling is a direct reflection on how credit quality more broadly is traveling in the economy.
0: Absolutely. The other thing to note as well today is they've got Chinese Purchasing Manager Indexes released for the manufacturing and services sector. That could have an influence over the commodities market. We have seen the oil price up by one point four percent to seventy-seven point eight two US dollars a barrel. Gulf futures have risen by one point three percent to twenty-fifty point ninety US dollars an ounce. Iron ore futures up just six cents to one thirty-five point six one US dollars a ton. The Aussie dollar has eased. It's currently at sixty-six US cents.
1: Indeed. So a big day looms for uh, investors. In fact, we're heading into a window of time between now and the end of the week, which will be pivotal for markets generally. So we look forward to covering them for you tomorrow morning.